<clears throat> hey guys hello everybody this is coach bala here with uh, your at another episode of runners i with uh, bala podcast with runners it's something that i'm always look forward to and i know that a lot of you also look forward to hearing from our fellow runners and uh, this time is no different from many other times i have another set of three wonderful ladies wonderful runners who have a story to say and uh, they have done they've been uh, you know they've had a uh, an experience last season it started off and they completed that season really well and achieved a lot of good things and that's exactly what we're going to talk about so before that let's first uh, let me first uh, formally introduce in, uh, welcome them to this podcast and allow them to introduce themselves and then we can go from there uh, guest one please go ahead Hi everyone my name is uh, Shilpa Krishnappa um I live in Princeton New Jersey with my husband uh, Bharat and my two kids uh, daughter Dia who's 12 years and my son Ronit who is 8 years old I was uh, born and brought up in Bangalore um I was athletic during my early uh, childhood played a couple of games at school throw ball field hockey but I did not pursue this fully in high school and uh, focused on academics um after finishing uh, <clears throat> my engineering in computer science at bangalore institute of technology i uh, briefly worked in france for um philips innovation campus i later got married came to the us uh pursued my masters in computer science at columbia university and while i was uh, finishing um my graduate studies i interned at mckenzie and company and later joined the company and have been there for over 19 years now um my current role at mckenzie um is a senior manager of initiatives um in the technology ecosystem uh me and my family we love to travel we're big on cruising and we've been on more than 15 cruises so far so that's a little bit about me amazing 15 cruises i need to come back to you on the side you know i have a shipping background i don't know that whether you know that shipa uh, yeah. before all of this um, i was uh, 10 years at sea i was oh. uh, i was a chief engineer of a ship and uh, merchant marine that is my industry in fact my current company is technology for shipping that's really what i do so uh, cruise is something that i thought that you know shipping is always work for me but cruise is always fun too so i'm going to uh, connect uh, with you on the side to see get some advice on how to make that happen same thing audience we have a cruising expert here okay and 19 years in mckinsey oh my god i mean i am at i used to be i'm a mckinsey alum as well and i always tell that here at mckinsey is equal to 5 years in other companies okay there's so much shit happens there in one year and 19 years means uh, shilpa has already worked for 100 years ladies and gentlemen remember that she has a 100 year experience uh, working amazing shilpa this is so nice and uh, pretty awesome uh, experience this far can't wait to uh, unravel this your story a little bit more in future questions um with that let's uh, let me invite the next guest to introduce herself go ahead please hi everyone this is shubha shriram i'm from new delhi born and brought up there um for my undergraduate studies i went to delhi university and then did my masters at all india institute of medical sciences um i worked for a little bit at darbar pharmaceuticals while in school um and college i did a little bit of track uh played competitive kho kho um did some gymnastics um swam um you know tried a whole bunch of sports but did not master anything really just was a kind of mediocre um i got married to my husband shriram and moved to boston i've been in the massachusetts area for um 25 years now um i have a 22 year old daughter 
Um, Anika and my son Siddharth is 17 years old. Um, I work for AstraZeneca. I've been there for 15 years and I'm a project manager for oncology development projects. Um, so that's a little bit about me. That's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, you said that you have daughters. Are they in college and school, like the first daughter? So my daughter's actually moved to Chicago. She moved last weekend. She started her first job. She's um, at a consulting firm, KPMG, as a finance tech consultant. I see. Uh, and my son is, um, he's going to be a senior in high school. And you know, what I forgot to say was that um, my family, uh, being in the New England area, we love to ski. Uh, we do a lot of camping, uh, biking. You know, we have lovely trails over here for biking and walking. So maybe sort of like an outdoorsy family. Awesome, folks. So we already have a skier. Uh, we have a cruise, uh, you know, expert, and we have, and then they're all runners too, by the way, which is which is what we want to talk about. Um, so interesting that you're doing projects on oncology, uh, you know, for so many years now. We have, uh, as you know, we are multiple doctors, and one of the doctors been here for I think good four or five seasons is Dr. Vidya. She is a geriatric oncologist based out of Ohio. She's in fact heads the oncology department. I don't know, doctor, if you're uh, hearing this, that uh, could be some good connections for you and Shubha here. It's um, awesome. Uh, welcome, Shubha. Uh, can't wait to uh, talk a little bit more about uh, you. Um, okay, let's invite the third guest. Please go ahead. <clears throat> hey, everyone. I'm Ramita. I currently live in Seattle, Washington, but I'm in the Bay Area for the summer interning here. Um, I grew up in San Jose in the Bay Area for the first 12 years of my life, then moved to Bangalore for four years, Singapore for the last two years of high school, and then moved to Los Angeles for college where I attended Harvey Mudd College and I did a bachelor's in engineering. After my undergrad, I decided that I didn't wanna do engineering, I didn't wanna work in a lab, and so I decided to pursue law. And I am currently in law school, um, hoping to pursue IP law and at the University of Washington in Seattle. Um, in terms of sports, I grew up playing a lot of tennis. I used to run in like field days at school, but it wasn't ever, it was like once a year, you know, not really anything uh, regular. I have two dogs, um, one really old one, she's 16. And then I have a nine month old puppy uh, who I share custody with my sister, who is- uh, What, what breed are they? Or is it a mixed breed? Uh, yeah, she, uh, the older one is a German Shepherd Husky mix. Oh, wow. So it's really old for such a big dog. And then the younger one is a rescue. We're not sure, but he looks like either an Australian Kelpie or a black German Shepherd. Got it. So my dog is also German Shepherd, the Husky mix. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Uh, Destiny. And by the way, I don't know if you know about it, Amita. We have uh, dogs that run as high. I, uh, I've, I've looked at it. I got my dog right as you all launched the... Yeah, send us a picture. Send sure. us a picture. We like to celebrate our dogs. You know, they are the man's best friend, runner's best friend as well. Uh, I know that a 16 year old probably won't be able to run, but yeah. German Shepherd are perfect for running. Yeah. Um, and that the audience, you know, all of you dog lovers, I know most of you dog lovers, dog owners would love to run with dogs. Please send us your uh, small write up. If, go to dogs at RHWB under the resources section. You will see a lot of uh, past runners have sent their dogs. We are all very proud of our dogs, as you know, and a lot of fun way of uh, exposing their dogs. You should read it. It's very funny. And uh, we would love to uh, spotlight uh, our runner's dogs. So let's make that happen. Shubha, I want to ask you, you said you had competitive Coco. So what is that? Like, do we have Coco as well, like national competitions and that kind of stuff? Nothing like that. Um, just within, you know, among schools. So the local Delhi schools would, you know, have these tournaments, kind of informal 
Um, and, you know, it was, it was more fun than anything else. And um, as I hit high school, I sort of lost interest, you know. Uh, my my, my uh, gym teacher thought that I had great potential, you know, because I, I was a fairly fast runner at that time, but I wasn't, I wasn't into it at all. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I was, you know, paid more attention to what he was saying. So that's <laughs> I what I to my dad. You know, he's right. Me <laughs> that's what. So guys, a uh, lot of, uh, in our audience, there's a lot of, you know, kids born and brought up in the US only. I'm sure they won't even know what Coco is. And it's a very, very, very nice, interesting game. I used to play a little bit, not competitive and all, obviously. Uh, but uh, we were thinking of, uh, we're still thinking of having a retreat, a runner's retreat, uh, you know, somewhere in uh, fall, like, you know, maybe 30, 40 families together in a big campground with campfire parties and whole day, like some event or the other for kids. For, it's like Olympic kind of an event, you know, family Olympic kind of a thing. They'll divide, let's say 100 people are there, three, four teams, 20 each and multiple games, pitting one against each other, tug of war and that type of stuff. And running, of course, will be there. And then we'll have some uh, seminars and uh, that type of stuff. And then one of that, that was, we thought was Coco Games will be there. So I think we already have a consultant here to set up those cocoa games. So uh, that's why I was so interested when you said when you said that. Um, awesome guys, this is a great start to the podcast. So let's start with Shiva this time. So Shiva, when you think about uh, running, how did you even get into this running, and how did you get into Runners High uh, group? Right. So so running has always been my nemesis. You know, when I came to this country, I saw the gyms here. I was fascinated. I love fitness classes. I enrolled myself and, you know, all of my 25 years I've been, I made sure that I always went to the gym a couple of, couple of days a week, you know, did my fitness. So I always had that me time. My family is used to me doing that. But uh, running, I've tried the, the couch to 5K program so many times, uh, just on my treadmill, not outside because I, I didn't have the courage to run outside. And every time I would give up before I reached that 5K limit, you know, I was bored. I just couldn't do it. You know, it was just, just I just couldn't. Um, and then one time I went with my daughter running out in our neighborhood and she was doing this, you know, easy, slow jog and I could not keep up. It was so embarrassing. And I thought all my fitness work, you know, all the, the muscle conditioning you know, all that stuff that I do, it doesn't help me run at all. You know, what is there something missing? And this was around the time of Navratri and I have Golu in my house, the display of dolls. And I always invite um, Suja and her sister Aparna. So they came over and they were talking and they had these Apple watches and they were talking about, you know, completing marathons and they did a half, a virtual half marathon. I'm like, oh my God. And I've known Suja for years. I mean, I've known her for 25 years, ever since I came to this country, pretty much. Um, I'm like, Suja can do it. You know, maybe I should give it a thought. And she spoke so glowingly about this community of runners. I'm like, oh, no, I need to give it a try. So without even thinking much, I just told her, next time your season starts, you need to let me know. And even before that, I was so enthusiastic that I asked her for some tips about, you know, she gave me the run walk tips. And even that was hard, like, you know, even that one mile was hard, like so many new runners say. So I ran around my cul-de-sac right in front of my house. And I had this comfort station with like a towel, you know, some ice and this and that. And I would say, okay, I'm, do, I'm going to run, make one run to the comfort station and then another one to the comfort station. <laughs> so that's how I got going. And then, you know, I joined the season. So, you know, she, prom she promised me that she would put me in, make sure that I got a slot. So awesome. and she's your coach right now as well? She's my coach, yes. Awesome. So guys, I want, absolutely. I want to unravel a few points for the audience here because there are some gold nuggets in there. The first one is there is this general misconception that just because you're hitting the gym, you will be automatically good in a cardio activity like running. So this is why I want to say 
Running is a what? Cardiovascular, musculoskeletal, mental strength. Three fundamental things need to be in place. And it's a full body workout. Running is a full body workout with mind need to be, you know, not getting bored. Because you, got, you can do, go to the gym and do a couple of weights for five seconds and you're done with it. Here you have to do this for 45 minutes. So it's a whole new ball game. So that's why cardio needs the first thing. Your heart needs to be in place. Otherwise, you can't sustain this activity. And that's what uh, Shubha experienced. What the hell? I mean, fit. It's not as if I'm not fit, but why am I not doing it? So in case you audience, you're feeling the same, you are not alone. It is normal. That's why you need a structured training program, right? So that's why you're here. And uh, you will all go to the other end of the line. That's what the, the podcast is going to be about. The good starting point, and that's a great nugget here. The, the second nugget that uh, what she was telling that I want to pull it out is that the path to running, if you think about it, the path to running is, is decided at one turning point moment, most often, more often than not. It is not like somebody is thinking for a long time and then slowly they just get into running. It's like smoking cigarette and quitting cigarette. You know, you don't like slowly get to quitting cigarette. You either one zero, you quit now and done. That's the only way you quit cigarettes. Okay. Similarly, getting into long distance running is that one moment when you just say, okay, what, you know what? I'm not overthinking it. If Suja is doing it, I know her for 25 years. Let me go and do it. Boom. Just sign me up. 99% of the cases, those folks do really well because they haven't over, you know, they haven't thought too much. So I just want to tell you some of the newcomers here, don't overthink. Don't overthink like when you're, when I'm asking you to do two miles, don't think about man, two miles is so difficult for me. If coach Bala is asking me to do eight miles in four weeks, how am I going to do? I can't do it. My leg is paining here. There's no water. The road is not good. There are mind will start giving you all kinds of things. Cut it out. Don't overthink it. Just focus on what is job at hand right now you will automatically surprise yourself when that miso comes in, you will be able to do it. Trust me, now I'm talking in terms of 800 runners have done the same thing, including myself. So that should not be a problem. So two golden nuggets out there. Thanks for bringing that out, Shubha. Uh, Ramita, what about you? What's your story? Sure. Um, so I've always wanted to be a runner in high school. As I mentioned, I used to do random field days. Um, I used to run like 400 meters. And, but I really wanted to do long distance running and, you know, randomly, if I felt inspiration, I would run three miles and then stop for a week and then run again. Um, in college, in my last year, in my senior year, one of my friends asked if we wanted to sign up for a half marathon. And um, with three other friends, I decided, okay, yes, let's sign up. And this was a night half marathon in Joshua Tree. Um, and I ended up training for it like very haphazardly on my own. I ran like five miles, you know, the month before the half marathon. We ended up doing it in like three and a half hours. So it was extremely slow. It was in sand. We were wearing like headlamps. Um, and that experience was a really fun experience with friends, but I was in so much pain afterwards because I didn't do proper training that it just turned me off of. Yeah. like really structured training and um until the pandemic when I started like really feeling like I needed to leave the house again and my cousin is this Valudi in Bangalore in, in the Bay Area and so he told me about his experience uh with RHWB and then um I was 
so like desperate to go back to some sort of structured training and I've never had like a coach tell me what to do and plan out my runs so yeah for that the rest is history I just started in January it was my first season and I ended up doing a half marathon amazing story and uh, your coach is Hindu right coach Hindu? yes my coach is coaching you yes. oh fantastic and see I mean guys this is another example here right a haphazard half marathon training leading to pain so yes. it's not about completing the distance so I want to tell you all of you if your goal is to complete the distance somehow you want to complete the distance trust me get out of this program right now have a lot of beers enjoy your life come to the race day and you will complete the distance if you are focused you can sit roll on the floor somehow you know struggle with pain and you will finish it because you got friends around you but the question is it is not about what happened on the race day the training is about what you did to the journey to the start line because that is what is going to sustain this and make it a pleasurable experience and a life changing experience you know so that's what I think Ramita experienced it herself. First time she did it haphazardly, a lot of pain and all that stuff to the extent that she almost let it go. Like this is not for me kind of thing. And luckily this another uh, very, uh, you know, seasoned RHWB runner, West Coast. And you know, this dad the other day I met Ramita, I don't know if you are, oh my God, yeah. what an inspirational Definitely figure. Definitely inspirational, yeah. I don't know if uh, Shiba and uh, you've seen a uh, small, small clip that I had posted me connecting with this dad. He is, I think, 75, 80 years old. He's ready to do half marathon with runners right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uncle, just hold uncle. Like, you're like, you're too, too much of enthusiasm. Enthusiasm for life. He knows everything about runners eye more than probably the runners of runners. Like he listens to all the podcasts, everything. Like, you know, he's an Ekaliva student, master Ekaliva student. Uh, for us so I'm really so this is great this parents are great I'm so glad that it is uh, you know you're in the this family uh, here on runners I welcome welcome uh, Ramita it's great to connect um, Shubha what's what about you what's your story lady um, Shilpa, apologies Shilpa no worries um, so mine is something similar to Shubha's um, story so I've been working out almost five days a week um, 45 minutes a day for the past seven years so I'm physically fit Right. I can walk, I can hike, um, you know, long distances, but running was super daunting for me. Um, I had hurt my right knee a few years ago. So I felt um, running is something so difficult. It needs extraordinary stamina. And I could not run continuously, even for half a mile without stopping. So I had huge respect when I used to watch people running on the road. It's like, wow, that is so amazing. I wish I could do it someday. So at the end of um, last year, a few of my friends, Shankar, uh, Rao, then Suraj, Anita, and a whole bunch of people who had already done uh, the program with you really pushed me and my husband. Um, and that motivated us to join um, and sign up for season seven. So I was still very skeptical, but my friends had more confidence in uh, me than myself. Um, so we signed up for the half marathon and that was the start of uh, my running journey. Amazing. And it reminds me, I, I think I missed it. Your husband is also a runner. Uh, runner. Yes. First time with me. Uh, so we both did. Um, so it was really nice. Uh, you know, so we would hold each other accountable, you know, throughout the program. So it was, it's, it has pros and cons, but uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's his name? Sorry, I missed His that. name is uh, Bharat Kumar Ramana. So, um, Coach Ani, uh, An- Anirudhu is his coach. Got it. Ani is his coach. Got it. Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Um, this is another good story here, right? You know, I mean, this um, doing it together, it's also a good sort of family time of focused on something. Uh, I've, you know, I think this season, uh, I was doing that analysis. I think we have 104 families. Uh, in that 550 that we have, to, 104 families are there. And that's like, let's say even on an average, it's 2.5 or so because many families are more than, you know, kid and parents are also there. You're talking about like 220, 230 folks or you can think about the table, family, like dining table discussion. Uh, it's something about running will be there, at least if not every day, once every two days or three days. Um, and that is a very positive thing because if you think about it, how would Dia be looking at? Dia is looking at my parents who talk about running. So for her, running is a normal thing. And when she begins to run, for her, it's like the inertia is not that much. She's seen already the two of you as benchmarks in front of them. Uh, so that's a very powerful, uh, you know, impact. That's awesome, guys. That's really nice. So let's go back to Ramita this time. And uh, so you came into structured training. And Coach Indu is, I'm sure she's a sincere coach putting you uh, through uh, various inputs and feedback and rigor and all the stuff is happening. So if you go back to the last 16 weeks in the last season that you went through, mm-hmm. uh, share some uh, highlights, key points, lowlights. How did it go? Sure. Um, overall, I'm like incredibly amazed that I stuck with it. I, I think having someone to be accountable to helped me just get out of the house and run. Um, I had just moved to Seattle last year, so I'd never really experienced the Seattle winter, which I don't know if, I'm sure it's similar to like East Coast winters, but yeah. um, there's no snow, but it's dark, it's wet. It was like sub 50 in January, February. And um, I've always lived in really warm places. So, um, I was like really cold. I would wear too many layers. It was just a transition process. So knowing that Coach Indu was like looking at my final surge every day, if not like she, she sometimes she replies like within the day if I ask a question on final surge, um, if not looking multiple times. I it just helped me motivate. It motivated me to just leave the house and run. Um, if I had to like pick highlights, um, what? I, what stands out to me is maybe like a few weeks before the race, um, I went to school and I came back. I had a full day. I was there eight to five. And then I had a five mile run scheduled. It was like a Wednesday or something. And when I went to school, I, I wished that I had finished it in the morning, but then that would have required me to wake up at like 5.30 or something and get ready and all that. So I said, okay, I'll do it in the evening. And I finished five miles like straight out came back from school changed to eat a snack ran five miles and came back and I was like wow like I I can do this now like I didn't think twice about it like it was a really smooth five miles I think by then my long runs had already been like 10 miles or something so five miles didn't feel like crazy um and that was like a really like amazing feeling where I was like okay I, I can say that I'm a long distance runner now, which is really nice. Let's estimate long distance runner where five miles becomes, oh, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and five miles is a huge deal. It's yeah. a huge deal, right? So I, I can totally see that. 
that's an aha moment there right yeah definitely. and once you get that aha moment after that you know that okay this is not mind begins to that it gets into the mental strength part of the training there right definitely. then you know that yeah we can do that my body is ready my mind is ready yeah i'll have one day i'll have a miserable day one day i'll have a fantastic day but in the respective of it if five miles becomes easy then you can think about everything else right so i can see yeah. you i'm i'm signing up for full marathon very soon ramita <laughs> i hope so i'm i'm slightly injured this season so i'm hopefully i'll get back to it yeah i will also say something that helped me last season was looking for uh like things to look forward to on the run so i used to run in parks and so every day that i was running i would like go look at like birds especially as spring was starting or in the fall and looking forward to fall colors starting so um that's what i remember ஆமிதாட் once you have that after that you realize that running is just a means to a larger end and the larger end is listening to this birds as she said or looking at some of the things that was right next to your house you never you always zip past in car but now when you're running you're seeing that and say oh my god such a beautiful thing i how did i miss that that kind of experience i'm sure all runners will have you know and one of the runners is talking about like she enjoys the sound of nature like when she runs in the you know seattle has beautiful trails like the water flowing or some crickets and some you know so she's like uh, in that zone where she's running and those sound is sort of motivating her and she's in a diff- i'm sure amita you're shaking your head i'm sure you're experiencing that too right yeah i also like looking at like really large houses while running because i yeah. run along lake uh, washington or lake sammamish so i see the really large houses and i like looking at the architecture totally plus one oh absolutely i when mean, i remember i bought the house and wanted to remodel the house I said okay let me go for multiple runs so I just went for different runs and I'm just enjoying the different construction making a mental note of it absolutely and um uh have you run in like when you traveled anywhere did you run outside your home area No I actually haven't because of the pandemic I haven't traveled Got much it. Got um it. yeah but I mean I'm now running in the bay area which is a Got different it. feel for sure So that's one thing I want all of you all to do that right that's the next level of experience in this um go especially if you're in you know work uh, travel you know people think oh i'm in work travel bala sorry next two weeks i won't be able to run i'm like no 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 wait wait stop 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 if you're in work travel that is the best time to run the absolute best time to run because you're going to experience your city a city that you've never been and you're just uh, going to a hotel throwing things and go for a say okay i ask you to run 5 miles you don't you don't have 5 miles go for 2 mile run something is better than nothing you will experience it most more often than not when you go for a 2 mile run you will love it so much that you will actually do the 5 mile run that's what it is so great great points ramita that's phenomenal uh, shilpa what about you um so i mean after the initial hurdle of getting the right gear sinking your watch and final search for stats etc you know once that's out of the way the program is laid out very well and all i did was follow it religiously every day um i was lucky to get an amazing coach indu and now a good friend 
um, who was so patient with me. Any question I had, she promptly answered and many times over just directly over the phone. Um, I was not a confident runner and only gained confidence after I actually ran the distance. So each of my milestones um, was very, very memorable for me personally. So I remember um, finishing my first mile running continuously. That was such a big deal for me. And I know experienced runners, I know maybe they had this experience, but for me, that was like, wow, I can do this without stopping. And then doing four miles and then eight miles and then 10 miles and finally the half marathon, like were super confidence uh, boosting uh, and very memorable for me personally as well. Um, I remember calling Indu um, right before signing up for my half marathon and asking her if I was ready to do this. And uh, I gave her so many excuses. I don't know. I'm slow. Will I be able to do it? This is new trail. I've never run on it. And she said, just do it. You are ready. And that was all it took for me. And um, yeah, so that was... <laughs> that was my, uh, you know, season, so to speak, Absolutely. last season. What a powerful experience that you have shared. And guys, especially new runners, I know that you guys are slowly touching the second and three mile miso long runs right now. And you guys are thinking, man, three miles is a struggle. How am I going to do 13 miles? Okay. So what Shilpa just now told you, I hope that gives you a sense. First, enjoy the three miles because four weeks ago, you couldn't have done one mile. Now you're thinking about three miles. Like how Ramita said, five miles is not something that is uh, she's really even thinking about right now. You would be in that same category very, very soon because if you go back to my walk with the coach uh, first week, there is an inside out transformation that is happening. There is science that is, uh, you know, that is happening behind you. It's not as if you are, uh, you know, just uh, blindly doing something without, uh, without uh, anything. There is inside out transformation happening. That's what is happening. So you got to trust the process. Okay. Your heart is getting better. More blood vessels are being formed. Your heart is pumping more blood. Your muscle, more muscle fibers are being generated and you're, uh, cells within the muscles are getting, you know, better at absorbing, uh, um, you know, energy and creating the energy. Your mental strength is getting better. All kinds of crazy things are happening. That's why it's an inside-out transformation. That's why three miles becomes easy once you do five miles. And then once you do seven miles, five miles become easy and so on and so forth. So uh, kudos to you. Uh, let me ask you one question, Shilpa. Before you started on a scale of one to ten, if I had taken a survey and asked you what we would have given in terms of 10 being you're confident about finishing half marathon, <laughs> zero means you are shit scared of this half marathon. Where were you just before you started this season? Zero. <laughs> you're not even thinking. Hands down, zero. <laughs> and uh, Ramita, where were you? I'm, I know you already did a half marathon once, but where were you approximately? Um, probably Three to four. Three to four. Got it. And Shubha, where were you? I mean, uh, I'm going to ask you, but what was your rating before you started? I actually wanted to sign up for a 5K. <laughs> so it's like sub-zero. <laughs> <laughs> so minus five. <laughs> Half marathon was not even in the spectrum of your thinking. 
That's right. Like, let's hear your story, Shimal. How was your 16 weeks? Yeah, so so like I said, that day uh, in, during Navratri, when I decided I wanted to join this club, um, I told Coach Suja I wanted to do a 5K. And she looked at me and she's like, no, 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 Shiba, no, just, we, we're going to sign you up for a 10K, okay? She won't take a 5K for an answer, no. So I said, that's fine. And then in those weeks, even before the warm-up weeks, um, you know, you have to do your runs and then you sync it to final search so that coach can see that, you know, everything is flowing. Yeah. She looked at my runs and she said, I think Shubha, you're ready for a half marathon. So then I went into this total radio silence for a couple of days. I did not answer her. And I was talking to my husband, my husband, like, what, you half marathon? No, 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 I don't think so. Take it easy. You know, you're going to be like bedridden after this. Don't even think about it. But I was like, no, 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 coach has, you know, she has confidence in me. I've known Suja, she knows me, you know, it should be okay. And besides, what, what's to lose, right? If I don't do the half marathon, I'll at least get a 10K out of it. Exactly. Let's do it. So I told Suja, you know, fine, sign me up. And she's like, yes, you go, girl, you go for it. You'll, you'll do great. That's what Suja always says. She's like, you know, it's full coaching mode. Just do it, Shiva. Okay. So then, so I signed up for it. And, you know, I like structure. And that's why I was, you know, that's what, that's what drew me to the fitness classes. There's an instructor. There's a set time. You know, there's, there's a cohort of people following. I like the camaraderie there. So this program was like great for me, you know, people telling me what to do and all I need to do is follow it. And the mesocycles, they were like little, little gifts. You know, every, every, at the end of a three week cycle, I would be so excited on that Sunday to see, oh, what is posted next? What next, you know? So I was like thrilled with that, like a little kid. Um, so that was a lot of fun for me. Um, but, you know, I cannot kid that the the when the season actually started and we started having back-to-back -back runs. So we would run on um, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. You know, Friday you would do the strength training and then Saturday the long run. All this back-to-back -back running took a toll, man. I mean, my entire body, you know, all the body parts were protesting. <laughs> just, I was in like kind of agony a little bit, just kind of kept going. I'm, I'm a slow runner, so I'm like, just keep at it, just keep at it. It did improve. And all of a sudden I was doing this 10 mile long, long run you know, on a Saturday. So that was when it hit me. I'm like, oh my God, I reached here. And it was not easy, you know, uh, I, there were aches and pains and everything, but I overcame it. And at that point I thought, okay, maybe I can do it. And around that, uh, actually even before that end of February was when late at night one day, Coach Suja texted me and said, oh, there is uh, a bunch of us are signing up for, a, uh, you know, for uh, the Newport road race. Yep. And, uh, you know, so, so why don't you do it? You know, will you do it with us? And within, again, I did not think, because if I think, I know I'm going to say no. So within 10 minutes, I signed up, I booked my hotel, and then it all became real. And that night, I was a kind of restless sleeper, because I'm like, oh, my God. Because up until then, I thought end of the season, I was going to, you know, drive myself to New Jersey, I'm going to run with you guys. And that was sort of a, you know, comfort feeling, I'll be okay. You know, there was like familiar, you know, if, if I don't know these people, but, you know, I know them so well through all the podcasts and the, you know, messages and everything. You know, I'll be fine. You know, they're all like a kindly bunch of people. If I fall, they'll pick me up. But now this is a race somewhere in Newport. I'm like, oh my goodness, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was how it was for me. You know, I questioned myself so many times. Um, but the momentum just carried me. That was what it was. The, this, the, the, the spirit of everybody else and coach and, you know, our cohort here in Westford, you know, we have a bunch of runners. I, I live in the same suburb as so many of them you know we all just kind of they all like uh sort of bonded with me and we just kind of carried me with them so uh, such a funny uh, way of uh, sharing the experience and i can relate to it every word i'm sure uh, you know shilpa and ramita can relate to everybody just now said um 
congratulations that was a journey that was a beautiful journey few golden nuggets again guys <clears throat> one trust place your 100% trust on your coach you do that great things will happen you know don't coach is thinking for you i'm not saying that we are the greatest coach all i'm saying is we know slightly better than what you are especially newcomers are coming we know slightly better than you that's all we are telling you since we know slightly better than you and we have decided to think for you why don't you make use of us and just follow if you look at uh, you know what shilpa said she just followed instructions that's what she said she didn't overthink it she didn't like you know she just literally went and read the instruction and did it shubha i think there's something on shubha because i spoke with shubha ramaswamy before in one of the podcast and then there is shubha vasan i spoke another uh, about couple of seasons ago all shubhas have something common they enjoy the structure they in fact look forward to the meter cycle and they just follow it to the absolute t there is nothing no change and uh, i think there is something there guys so if you're finding a difficult one idea i can give you is why don't you change your name to shubha probably you will be able to read the instructions well <laughs> but uh, that's a great story shubha that's a great golden nugget there listen and follow the coach don't overthink it keep it simple we have done things for you we are giving it to you in a platter in a beautiful made all the nice sweet and nicely put some color and giving it to you in a nice platter all you need to do take it and put it in your mouth that's it you do that you are in great shape and you will be a, a good long distance uh, runner it's not just about long distance runner Run, finishing a long distance audience finishing a long distance uh, uh, race or a run through a structured training program actually gives significant improvement in your health point number 1 significant improvement in your uh, self confidence you feel good about yourself i'm telling you that's why it's called a runner's high you feel great about yourself you don't need anyone to pat you on the back you know that you are you are you are the deal you are the real deal here okay and that is why people come back to running again and again and again because the running gives that to you you know it's a metric sport and because it's a metric sport when you finish something and you achieve over achieve it your body releases some chemicals and that uh, makes you feel really good about yourself and when you do good about yourself you stay happy and when you're happy you do good things to others and when you do good things to others other people do good thing to you so it's all a phenomenal positive cycle in life so it's not just running and crossing the finish line it is just a beginning of something really swirl positive swirl on top of that right so uh beautiful shubha great story there great story there so let's take it to uh, let's start this time shilpa uh, th- let's take us to your race day you know put us into the into your head how was your race day what all, what were you thinking and you know how did it feel uh, when you completed the distance so i participated uh, in the shape half marathon in new york at central park um for some reason i couldn't do the rhwb race and um so a bunch of us actually a uh, bunch of us from rhwb um registered for it so i was lucky enough that a few of my neighbors as well registered for it were part of the program so we all carpooled went to you know um central park um but prior to the race day it was it was actually quite nerve-wracking you know the biggest thing i mean i know new runners you'll get there don't worry about it you know you're just starting off but it's the nutrition um the day prior the day of the off the race what you eat 
And during the race, do you carry water? Do you carry, you know, some hydration? Do you carry your gels? You know, all of that stuff. So I was totally prepared the night before. So the next day, it was just excitement, um, get to the race. And you see so many people all, you know, waiting to do this. Um, so the first eight to 10 miles, eight miles, I would say was so good. It was like the people carried you. I had a pace which was better than anything I had ever seen. And then the new thing about the Central Park is the elevation, the hills. That was something new. I had not trained for it. And then it hit me. My body is like, Shilpa, you can't do this. It's too tough. But I was like, I promise you, Shilpa, you can do this. Just finish. Just, I was like, literally, to that next pole, to that next pole. And finally, I finished. I couldn't even walk after that because I had not prepared for, you know, those those hills. But the experience of finishing the race, you forget about all of that for like a few minutes. It's just that adrenaline that pushes you, you know, forward. And that got me thinking, next time when I do this, I am going to pay extra attention to my strength training and then get better at doing the hills. So it was not a cakewalk by any means, right? So I could have done on a flat surface, the 13 miles much more easily with less stress on the body, but I could really feel it um, after the race because of the hills. Uh, But the biggest thing is the crowd, you know, people cheering for you, that really has an effect on how you run and you run faster. I didn't believe it before, but I believe it now because I experienced it. So, uh, once again, I'm uh, home alone. Somebody's on the on the door, so I'm going to uh, give me one second. That is Shilpa. That was such. A, I could I could actually sense it. How I, I know how you felt. You're right. Hills is not joke and that too, Central Park Hill comes at the last three miles or something and you are thinking you're done and suddenly you see this small Mount Everest in front of you and you don't have the energy and you have to do it. Uh, that's great experience. That's what it, how long it took for you to finish your first half? So my goal was to do it below three hours. I was like, please God, let me do it. And then I did it two hours. Uh, 50 some odd minutes, I, I forget what, but I achieved my goal. Below three hours, I, I was a happy camper. Of course. Imagine two hours, 57 minutes of continuous running for someone yeah. who found it difficult to run in her cul-de-sac or something you were saying, or was it Shubha? Or I think Half a mile. Half a mile. And three, three hours, I'm sure if I met you that day and said, exactly 16 weeks from now, you're going to run continuously for three hours, you would be like, are you nuts? You know, that's what you would have told me, right? So that's what happens, guys. That's a phenomenal achievement. Congratulations. And you talked about, uh, and interestingly, you talked about like, you know, it's all painful and all that. And then suddenly I forgot. Once I crossed the line, there was no pain. I was like, all so happy and excited and all that. One uh, podcast guest uh, kind of captured this moment in a beautiful analogy. And I thought I, I was reminded of that. She said that it was, uh, it was almost like childbirth to me, you know, 
just before the baby was born i was all in pain shouting blah blah all that stuff but the minute child was born and i look at my baby i fought everything you know it was only pleasure after that it was like that you know it was so much painful till i crossed the line and the minute i got the medal after that there was no pain it was only pleasure and it was all excitement and uh, all that good news so i was reminded of that analogy that she gave um awesome shilpa congratulations uh shubha what's your story how was your race day <clears throat> Right, so I was. I felt so lucky that I was. Um, you know, the country was coming out of its uh, the the pandemic restrictions, and so I was able to register for a library. So that in itself was huge. So I I felt grateful. Um, the Newport race that I ran, they had so much information on their website. So you know, I studied it like it was an exam. You know, I I want I needed to know everything. So I already knew going into it that they call it rolling hills, and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, Coach Suja said, do not run up a hill. She's like. new runners do not run walk hills you know avoid them so that's what i was doing right and so towards the last couple of weeks of the training i decided i'm going to tackle the hills at least in my neighborhood and my hill neighborhood is very hilly so i took one small hill ran up my knee gave out and then i thought oh my goodness if i keep doing this i'm never going to be able to even get to the race so okay you know i'll just i'll just do whatever you know train as usual and manage it somehow over there because now i've signed it you know time is ticking this is it you know there's there's no going back now but still i knew exactly what the course looked like i had visited newport a couple of times previously as well so i knew it was beautiful there were mansions there's the ocean you start from the beach you end at the beach you know so i kind of knew that and then i uh, read everything about the terrain so there's a video that the organizer puts out you know this mile is this that mile is that so i know eighth mile is going to be tough you know for first mile is also tough apparently there's a hill right right as you you know leave the beach so i kind of knew all that so mentally i was prepared physically not so much uh, but i had my gels and everything since there was a big contingent from uh, westford massachusetts you know we all drove there we hung out the day before we had dinner it was like a party atmosphere you know all i was nice calm relaxed day off you know got up early carpool with coach suja her husband ragu there was also um, raj pola who's also you know westford person we got on to a bus with you know aparna coach shrivatsan everybody together you know great atmosphere um, ragu and raj they are cracking all kinds of jokes they have me in splits you know i almost forget that i'm running a race and then when we get to the beach you know the scores of people that's when it kind of hits me a little bit i start doing all our warm up exercises i'm like oh my god i have to run okay now no talking to anybody like coach bala said concentrate focus so you know i started doing that found a pacer who was kind of holding my pace and i thought okay at that point i lost sight of the others because they all run much faster than me they found their pacers they were way ahead there but i had my whole you know there were so many other strangers all like warming up jumping up and down it was a you know it was cool weather perfect weather for running i was dressed appropriately everything good um i was determined to enjoy myself that's what i thought it's going to be a difficult course but you are out here to enjoy so <laughs> first 8 miles it was tough but i took a lot of selfies you know people runners were running by me i'm like that's fine the ocean is behind me crashing against the rocks new england beauty you know i there were mansions i'm like i'm taking selfies away <laughs> after 8 miles though those hills they started getting to me um throughout the season my right knee was bothering me and you know skiing doesn't help either and i was skiing during the winter and it's hard on the knees but during after that 8 miles for some reason it was my left leg so my glutes were speaking to me i mean literally having conversations you know <laughs> like what is this i suddenly woken up my knee was spasming and this was my left knee not even my right knee my quads were like tight so i had to get off the road a little bit stretch 
there was a hydration station. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just slowly run to that and, you know, have some water with noon. I had a gel. I was, you know, already sucking on that. That helped a lot, you know, just kind of calming down and feeling right. that, okay, you know, I have some ways to go, but I just need to take care of myself a little bit, some TLC sort of a thing. Um, after that hydration station, okay, you know, then I did another, went up to 10 miles. Um, and then, you know, I know what you, what you always say, right? Preparing like three miles, just put your head down and run. Could not do that. It was hard. It was really hard. Somehow ran one mile, two more miles. Fortunately from me, for me at that point, um, I was close to the beach, the, the, you know, the end point, finish line. And there were a whole, whole bunch of spectators. And, uh, you know, they saw that I was kind of, you know, drooping, kind of struggling. They were so good. I mean, these are all strangers, right? They were shouting out to me like one-on-one. -on -one. And they were like, you can do it. You know, the finish line is so close. You know, you're doing great. And it just took a little bit of effort to just even look up. And I smiled at them. And that helped me just mentally. I'm like, you know, look, strangers are pulling for me. You know, I can do this. This is okay. But at one point, even after that, I had to kind of stop. And I kind of bent over. Um, just kind of I needed to stretch my back. I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I, I, could see, I could see the finish line at that point. And then the final half mile is a blur. Uh, all of a sudden, I was, you know, off like, you know, I was out of the finish line and then Coach Suja was there, like hugging me. I was all sweaty and she gave me a big hug, Coach Srivatsan, you know, there with like a bottle of water. And then he's like, Shubha, don't forget to take your medal. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, medal. medal. And then we are taking pictures and um, it was just euphoria for a couple minutes. And then, you know, exactly what Shilpa said, you know, my whole body started kind of trembling. And I think there was lactic acid buildup. You know, I wasn't doing any stretching or anything. It just kind of hit me. And I remember telling Aparna, I don't know whether to sit or stand, you know, I just need to alleviate this pain. She ran into the, you know, they had tents there with food and stuff. She gave me a couple of oranges, you know, that really helped. Uh, but I could be barely even walk to the bus to take me back to the, the, the hotel. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was just amazing. But it was so hard. And, you know, then Kotsu just said, okay, you know, next time when you sign up, you'll, you may have like these um, hill workouts and everything. I'm like, okay, you know what? I really need to build up my endurance because... Um, New England is always going to be like this. And if I run here, anywhere here, I cannot avoid hills. So now I'm forcing myself with the season to, you know, do it's still hard, but you know, I kind of try to incorporate those a little bit more. What an amazing, incredible story that is. And um, how long it took for you to finish it? Um, two hours, 48 minutes. My goal was 2.45. Um, so I was a little disappointed. That, oh, you know, no There's nothing called disappointment here, please. There is, this is just historic achievement, you know? Um, so uh, multiple golden nuggets, I'll just focus on two. One, running community is a very giving community, guys. You know, she talked about random spectators, you know, doing that. You will do the same. You all should do the same if you're not doing the same, you know? That's what is the power of running community. The reason is runners know what it takes to cross that finish line. So there is that natural respect is given to the runners. So it is one of those pure sports where people truly enjoy other people's success. Because you know, like when you tell me the story, I feel so good because I feel as if I'm in that shoe because I was in that shoe in one of my early races. So I know what you went through. And I'm sure Shilpa and Ramita also were able to connect when you say that and the other stories as well. So that's running community. So I want all of you to uh, audience, you're entering a very special community. That's why I keep talking about it's not running, it's about great human beings. You know, tell me another sport or any other endeavor where we truly enjoy other people's success, you know, and that is this. 
So you should uh, do your part in furthering that uh, sort of running community, uh, unwritten code of conduct or whatever you can say that. The second thing uh, that, uh, you know, the golden nugget that I was talking about is, you saw the number of times she took selfies and all that stuff, right? That's 245, 248, and she lost by three minutes. Let us say, if Shubha decided that, you know what, no selfie, no nothing, only 245, I'm sure without all those selfie clicks, you would have got a 245. But the point here is not 245. The point here is those selfies, that enjoyment, that 245 would have never given. I'm sure you have those pictures and you would have gone through it once a couple more times and relived those moments. Just getting 245 without, without those moments, you're not getting it. So it's totally okay to lose that three minutes extra and do those selfies. You know, I used to tweet every mile, I, I, I still do. You know, it's almost like I can write a college application essay because I run so slow. So I used to tweet. And when early on, you know, I didn't have a coach and I used to run alone, I, but I was a tweeter. You know, you can even go back to my tweet, but you can see like, you know, like get into the mind of a full marathoner, literally. So I used to, every mile I used to tweet. And then and it just so happened that, you know, first two my full marathons, I started doing it. And then I had a community of like 150, 200 of my followers will be like, you know, running along with me in the tweet. Like they'll kind of keep tweeting me and all that. So it was phenomenal experience. I'm sure I put another 10, 15 minutes extra. Who cares? Who really cares? You know, so that's what I wanted to say. Have fun, guys. Fun when you have, you can do this for a long period of time. If you just focus on numbers after a point of time, you will not be able to hit those numbers. Now you're, because if every race you are, a, if you get a PR, then probably you would be a Kipchoge, right? We can't be Kipchoge. So there will be a time when you can't hit your numbers. So why don't you get that time right now only and enjoy the rest of the uh, rest of the stuff. Uh, great story. Ramita, what about you? Yeah, I, also, I just want to say, I feel like I watched like a movie with both of your like, descriptions. It's an amazing storyteller, isn't it? <laughs> you know, like Shole, it has drama, it has emotion, <laughs> it has comedy, it has got everything, you know, love, <laughs> everything. Okay, go ahead, Ramita. Um, yeah, so I'm on the West Coast, so by the time I woke up at like 5.45 or 6, everyone on the East Coast, like all the WhatsApp groups were like blowing up with yeah. pictures <laughs> of people finishing races or um, people like in the middle of races. So I, I woke up when there was a ton of excitement on the groups and then that made me like get out of bed. It really like charged me. Um, I participated in a smaller live race, which was more, it was in a park um, on the east side of uh, the Seattle area. And so we didn't even have live spectators. It was really, I think we only had one pacer. We had one two hour pacer, which I wasn't planning on meeting. Um, and I made the mistake of deciding that I had a plan, you know, I was going to stick to my like 12 minute mile I max like or minimum I was gonna run slowly I was gonna stick with my goal but because I saw the excitement of everybody else I said okay whatever I'm just gonna run and then um I honestly I don't remember much of the race until my knee my right IT band started hurting um around maybe like mile seven or eight which seems like it was a common theme for all of us um, and uh, I just kept ignoring the pain and I kept going. Somehow I finished the race. I could barely like straighten my leg afterwards. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I had a really, it was like a beautiful path. It was along farms. There were, there was a river. 
Um, it was like Seattle spring had begun. So there were flowers everywhere. There were a lot of bikers. Um, but overall, I, it sounds like your guys' races were the super energy charged. Ours was more calm and slow, like enjoy the views. Um, somehow I finished. My time was like two hours, 47 minutes. Beautiful. Um, yeah, which is a whole hour faster than my first half marathon. So still a win. Um, so I'll take it. <laughs> One hour PR improvement is not something to be, uh, you know, <laughs> okay. something really to feel proud about. Uh, what an amazing story. What an amazing story. Guys, ladies, uh, you've inspired me quite a bit. I'm so energetic now, uh, just hearing your stories. Um, I'm sure the new runners and others uh, will also love to, you know, reminisce this. Um, so let's bring the podcast home. Uh, let's start with, uh, you know, Shilpa this time. Couple of, you know, tweet length, words of wisdom, advice for new runners who probably are in your shoes that you guys were uh, six months ago? Yeah, I mean, um, you're looking at the message here, right? New runners, this is super important. It even helps me today. So run the mile you're running. Don't think about the next mile. Don't think about 10 miles that you need to run this mile. Run this mile. And don't psych yourself, um, you know, for the distance. And that really helps. It's, I feel it's a lot of mental, um, running is a lot of mental, um, you know, stamina, I feel. Um, so please keep that in mind. And some of the important lessons I've learned, I'm not um, an expert, but this is what I learned personally, right? So plan ahead when you, when you will run, right? Between work, family, other commitments, plan ahead. It'll really help you um, surround yourself with runners, people who will motivate and encourage you, which we already have with this community. It's super important. Get good gear, you know, get good shoes, braces, whatever you need to achieve, um, you know, your goal. Nutrition, hydration are super important. You will see the effects in the run. So I don't have to tell you if you eat my kofta and run the next day, you'll know how it how it's going to be. Um, and then uh, strength training is important, so don't miss it. Um, and don't be afraid to uh, take walks in between. I, I was. I thought it's, you know, I'm going to slow my pace, this, that. But don't be afraid to take walks. And it's okay to run slow. That's what I learned at the end of it. I'm not a fast runner, but I know I'll get better with training. So the lastly, what I want to say is thanks, uh, Bala, for starting all of this, um, giving us a community of friends and life-changing experiences. Um, so I'd like to end there. Thank you, Shilpa. Thanks for, uh, thanks for your kind words and uh, really wonderful words of wisdom there. Uh, Shiva? So for new runners, I would say the only person you're competing against is yourself. Um, you know, while the WhatsApp community of runners, you know, they, they provide a lot of encouragement. It is easy to, um, you know, be daunted by the stats that they put out. Um, so, you know, you, if you are a better version of yourself at the end of the season than you were before, that's a huge win. Absolutely. So, you know, during my race, when I was, I had to slow down to a walk after a particularly challenging hill and a fellow runner who went past me, she looked at me and then she turned to her fellow running partner and said that whatever we do, let's not walk. So that, that second, I was like, oh my God. So now I'm already a poster child of for, you know, to, for what not to do. And then I focused myself. I'm like, you know what, Shubha, you are on this journey. This is your journey. This is your goal. You need to figure out how to complete this race, not anybody else's, you know? So focus on yourself, compete against yourself. Maybe later on when you're a professional runner, then, you know, 
stats matter and you're looking at others and comparing yourself. But at this point, you know, if you were better like than you were 16 weeks ago, huge win, man, huge win. Beautiful, very, 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 very important point this is. Uh, and people, please think about this. It's so true. The minute you get into that zone, can I get a better version of myself three months from now? And the answer is 100% yes, I know that. The answer to that is yes. Then you are in a very different mind space and you'll always do a great job and you'll be happy doing what you're doing. Uh, great one, Shiba. Um, Ramita? Yeah, um, I echo everything that Shiba and Shiba said. I think um, for me personally, I see the value of strength training. Um, I think I, like IT BAM, you know, it's all about the glutes. And I see now that by not giving my full to stretching afterwards and not doing as much strength as I could have, I did myself a disservice uh, when I thought like, oh, running was what the primary goal was, but strength is equally important. Um, I also just want to give a huge shout out to Coach Imbu. She really, like, she called me, she asked for, she texted me throughout my race. She was on a plane, I think, on vacation somewhere. As soon as I woke up, she's like, give me updates. As soon as she landed, her phone was dying. And she's like, I'm on 1% battery. How did your race go? So I, like, it's just enjoy the community you're in. Really rely on the people around you, especially the coaches. And then don't skimp on strength or stretching is really what I've taken away. Beautiful words. Beautiful words. Um, hey, ladies, I would love to continue talking because you guys are such awesome storytellers, you know, and I would love to continue talking for a much longer time. But I know that you've already given me a large amount of your time on a weekend. Um, fascinating conversation filled with such wonderful words of wisdom, experience, uh, and you guys come to think of it, you guys are just one season old runners. It's not as if you've been running for 10 years. And within this six months, you have so much to say. I can only, I shudder to think how a podcast with you all would be maybe five seasons from now. Maybe you're all future coach material for all you know, you know. Uh, think about that. But uh, thank you guys. Thanks for, uh, you know, uh, being uh, kind to take us into your life and sharing how it was through your lens. It was indeed an incredible journey, all three of you have done. Uh, such good learnings, and I'm sure all of us uh, will, will be uh, really excited to learn and you know, be a better human being and runner as a result. Uh, thank you, ladies, and thanks for your time. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.